We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Joining me shortly is Chris Biederman of the Sacramento Bee. The NFL released 49ers schedule, and we're going to talk about it because there's a lot, there's weirdly a lot to dive into with the schedule, and that's what we're going to do. So let's just do it. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. prepared to have like four things to say about the schedule (laughs) because it's usually like oh tough road trip here oh watch out for this stretch of games you know like stuff like that here's they're gonna be the greenbrier stay but i there's so much more going on and i think looking at the the 18 week slate and going over some of the stuff that we talked about in the pod before the schedule dropped, I feel like this actually shook out really well for the Niners. Yeah, I think it's funny that I complained about like potentially working on Thanksgiving and Christmas, and they have Thanksgiving and Christmas Day games. To, to, right. So let's <laughs> let's let's start there. But no, <laughs> I'm with no, you. No, like, to, I think it does. You you have your bye week, week nine, right? Um, I, 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 hey, do you think if NFL teams could just pick when their bye week was, every team would pick week nine? Yeah, potentially. Like right, right in the middle of the season, I think. Or even some some of the better teams would probably be like, hey, if we could get a uh, week twelve through or you yeah. know twelve, thirteen, fourteen ahead of the playoffs, yeah, that's um, true. they probably wouldn't hate that. But they only have, I think, you know, aside from the first two weeks of the regular season, they open at Pittsburgh and at the Rams, and we'll go through this week by week. But um, they have back, they have two consecutive road games twice after that. But mm-hmm. both of those are have longer breaks between the games. Right. So you have week six, you're at Cleveland, 
but then you don't play at Minnesota until the following Monday night. They're probably not. Hey, let's let's pause there. They're probably not going to stay, right? No, I don't think they are. Um, I, I think like we that's a, like, like we sort of said like in yesterday's pod. This isn't going to be something. It doesn't feel like they're a team that's going to be like okay. We really need to build camaraderie and have the second training mm-hmm. camp in the in the middle of the season. Like they they have a lot of vets. I think that type of thought is tired. Also, and they they have the extra day like it's going to be right. another day away from right. <laughs> away from family and stuff. I I just think they'll they'll probably end up coming back between those games. And it's but, the Midwest. Yeah, it's, it's not the, the full blown East Coast flight. Right. And so again, their other weeks twelve and thirteen they have back to back home games. Week twelve is Thanksgiving at Seattle, so you have the long sort of built in mini bye week, and then that leads into the Philadelphia game. Yeah. So the Niners will will like I think that's pretty favorable. It's not like they have there's no stretch where they have three consecutive road games. Right. Um they they have those prolonged breaks between those back-to-back road games um which happened twice after weeks 1 and 2. And yeah. I I think it's it's a pretty good schedule. Like I it's well, a, it's a lot of I mean it's a lot of good teams in theory, but it's it's a a quality schedule. I think there are a few things that break their way. Well, and one of the things we talked a lot about yesterday was like, man, how are they going to stack up all these East Coast trips? Because it's DC, Philly, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. But they open the season at Pittsburgh. So yeah. you have all off season to prepare for a 10 a.m. kickoff. And then their road game following that is LA. So it's a short trip there. And then their trip to Jacksonville is after the bye. Yep. So you get, again, all that time, and you're going to adjust your body clock to a 10 o'clock kickoff. And I I, I think that's... And then they, they have Washington just kind of in the in the middle towards the end of the season. That'll be a, where, short, that'll be a short week. Right. Because they're home right. versus Baltimore and then traveling to Washington for a Sunday morning game. So that one might be a little tough. Yeah. So that's... Uh, I mean, TBD on on how good Washington is, but that's the only East Coast game where it's like, ooh, that one that one's a little bit tough. But all the other ones, I feel like, if you're gonna travel to the East Coast, those are the conditions you want them in before the season, after the bye, and then after a Thursday game. Yeah, or three of their four long trips. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And you kind of. Um... You know, you start off with two teams that didn't make the playoffs last year, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and the Rams. And then you have that weird home opener on a Thursday night, week three. Um, my initial thought with the Giants, like, man, they're, they're, the Giants are going to play on a short week coming from the East Coast. But then, as you pointed out, they're playing at Arizona the week before. So you have to assume that the Giants are probably going to stay somewhere in the Pacific time zone before that game. Or maybe just stay in Arizona. Yeah, stay in Arizona or maybe practice at I don't know, Stanford or something. Um and and not have to travel back and forth. So um that was a little weird, but I, I think it makes sense from a logistics perspective, given that they are playing Arizona um ahead of that. But I actually think by that time, uh it's gonna be the mountain time zone. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm joking. That's not till early November. Yeah. yeah okay. I just wanted to make the joke that Arizona right. doesn't do daylight. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, but they get 
they have five five primetime games and they'll probably i mean there's a good chance it'll oh, be six yeah. anytime there's a week 18 tbd that that tends to be like a game that could be flexed into the saturday night nfl network slot mm-hmm. um so there there's a really good chance and maybe who knows maybe the rams are good and that ends up being flexed into nbc but there's a there's a very good chance here the niners have six primetime games two monday night two thursday night and then potentially the Saturday night and the Sunday night against the Cowboys. In um, our primetime game draft, you got two of the games and I got one. Wow. Yeah, I got the Dallas one. That was my first pick. You got good value in the later rounds. Your third and fourth picks, Baltimore and the Giants are both primetime. The two with it we missed at Seattle. I took I took Levi Stadium. Uh I took the I took the home game against Seattle for a primetime game like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then at Minnesota the game that I that you tried to float as a possible primetime game and I punted that shit to Narnia yeah you're like bro that screams 10 a.m the NFL's like, like eh, Monday night yeah <laughs> that's no but like that's aside from having aside from having to work on Christmas which I'm not a fan of at all Baltimore coming to Levi's on a Monday night Christmas day is pretty sweet yeah, if you right, so let's let's remove uh, our occupations for a minute. That's gonna be sick. Yeah, like that's just that's a should be an awesome game. B could be like a very real game both teams need for playoff seeding. Yeah, and see, it's on Christmas night, and at first, okay, so I'm a Christmas dork. Like I decorate the house. I go, I, I'm, I just, I love the holiday, bro. Like I rearranged my furniture to put up the Christmas tree. And then like the night on Christmas Eve, I put on the TV in the family room. I put on the like Yule log that has like the Christmas music on it and the crackling log. And I sit there with, <laughs> with like a, with like a, with like a cup of coffee with some like bourbon in it or something. And, or not bourbon, like, uh, like Irish cream. I don't know why I said bourbon, but I'm that kind of Christmas dork. And at first I was like, man, that sucks. The Niners are playing, but it's going to be the, at night. That's a 520 kick. Everything's wrapped. I'm half in the bag. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, my one concern, I don't know if it's concern. It's going to be going up against the NBA's Christmas slate. Mm. I don't know how concerning that is, but it's, it's just notable. Like I'm, I, the NFL is always King, but like, I'm very curious to see what the NBA slate ends up being that day. Because so like Philly, Philly is playing on Christmas Day as well, right? The Eagles. Okay. I believe they play the Chiefs on Christmas Day. Oh, that's. Well, I'm I'm guessing the NBA will. Oh no, I'm sorry. They're hosting the Giants at one thirty. Huh. So so four thirty Eastern. So I'm guessing the NBA is going to make sure that whatever whenever the Sixers play, is well before that. And whenever the Warriors play is not up against the 49ers. We might get we might get Warriors Kings on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Warriors Kings get that like 1230 tip. Yeah. We'll see. Games over anyway. by three. Games o- games over before inactives are out. Come on. That's that's less important. Um but I, I just I, I do think it's interesting that the NFL is is going ahead with Christmas Day games. 
because that's they typically don't right like they've had they've had christmas day on sundays and moved the majority of games to saturday mm-hmm. um before so they're kind of leaning into this christmas thing we'll see how it works i mean the nfl's king so i'm sure it's going to get great ratings and people are going to be like probably just chilling out um with their families and stuff so it'll probably be a good opportunity but what? i feel for the writers who have to go to seattle I mean, Seattle's a great town. Obviously, having to work, like covering sports for a living is is a dream, like for sure. Mm-hmm. But also part of that dream is having to work on Thanksgiving and woof. But anyway, I think that's like I think it's a uh I think it's cool. Like you get you get a chance at, at some redemption from the twenty fourteen Thanksgiving Jet Apology tweet game. Oh dude, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> Richard when Sherman, first Richard leaked, Sherman will probably leaked, be there. When that first leaked, that just my I couldn't get away on Twitter from photos of the Seahawks eating turkey at Levi Stadium. Like, yeah, okay, we got it. Did did fans actually care about the fact that Richard Sherman and Russell Wilson ate turkey on the field, or was that is it just an opportunity for people to tweet out f- photos and talk about it like it's a big deal? Uh, I think there was a level of angst about it, like, okay. a, like, oh, this is disrespectful. But I think that was more 49ers fans projecting the fact that the demise of this team that had just gone to the NFC title game three years in a row yeah. was imminent. Yeah. And that was that was the game that it was like, oh, this is over. <laughs> like, this is just all done now. Yeah. And having it be the Seahawks, having it be at Levi's, the turkey on the 50 yard line, Richard Sherman specifically, the year after the Crabtree play in, in Seattle was like a has a gut punch for sure. But I don't think that I don't think that there's any fan, at least that I know of, who's like, gotta have that game for 2014 revenge. <laughs> I don't think it's that. Yeah. I just think at the time it was like, oof, tough scene. And then Jed tweeting was just the the cherry yeah. on top of that it's, shit sandwich. It's going to be one of those two where they play the Seahawks twice over a, it looks like a 17-day span. Yeah, with a game against span. the freaking Eagles sandwiched in there. That's, that's I pretty think that's, interesting. So that's, so this is, I, I wanted to ask you about the toughest stretch of the year because I think this is it. Yeah. So they go, they go, Cowboys Sunday night. Then they go short turnaround to a 10 a.m. kick at the Browns. Then they're Monday night at the Vikings. Then Bengals at home on a short week after. I love I love that Bengals game. That's going to be so much fun. I love that Bengals game. And then they get the bye week, though. And that bye is at a great time. I think they're going to need it. (laughs) And then they and then they go to the Jags and then uh, it's the Bucks before that three game stretch you were talking about. Like that feels like the time of year where the Niners maybe go in at roughly 500 and come out of it, you know, having won what what was that eight games that I just listed off? Yeah, if if and they, they come go out at like seven and one or six and two, if they go two and one in that three game stretch where they go at to Seattle on Thanksgiving, at Philadelphia a week later, and then home versus Seattle, if they go two and mm-hmm. one there, I think they'll be happy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Um, because you got you got a short week, you got a long trip following it, and then sort of a, I mean, a tough game against Seattle at home too. Yeah. So, you want to go through it week by week? Sure. We're gonna uh, we're gonna like make make our calls right now. Like they no. should still play the season, just in case. But like, I think in this line of work, would there be anything more embarrassing? Then, like, if people actually went through the predictions people made the day the schedule came out in like April and May, you know what I mean? Like, if we retroactively like had the season and then we're like, "Wow, look at these idiots!" Like, theirs has to be like a forty percent hit rate on those predictions, I would guess. What? Who is this? No, just imagine. Imagine after last season ended, we oh, went oh, back oh. to. Anybody who like predicted the the schedule game by game the day the schedule right. came out previously, I bet like, you could go fifty fifty. I I don't feel confident about that. Hmm. I feel like I would have some if I went back and listened, I would have some embarrassing takes relative to what actually happened. Dude, that's just me constantly. Uh, real <laughs> quick, <laughs> real quick. Uh, our guy Marcus on Twitter just pointed this out. He's not listening live. Obviously, because we don't do this live. Yeah. But his tweet fit our conversation perfectly as though he is listening live. Um, He brings up that the Niners are not only playing on Thanksgiving and Christmas, but they're also playing on New Year's Eve. Well, New Year's oh, Eve. Oh, wow. Yeah. Against, 10 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. Washington. Yeah. 10 so a.m. against the Durs. like three holidays. Man. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, at least like if you're one of those people that is just not trying to go out and really do anything on these holidays and you're just like just vibing, just yeah, I'm going to stay home and vibe like it's a great schedule for you. Yeah. Well, and if you're not working, like think if you're not working, you get a Niner game Thanksgiving night. Yeah. You're either eating or you're like, all right, day's done. I'm chilling out watching this Niner game. Christmas, same thing. 520 kick. Like depending, everybody's situations are different, and everybody celebrates holidays. Some people don't celebrate Christmas. I get it, but like the standard Christmas day by five twenty, you're like, yeah, I'm done for the day. Yeah. And then Christmas Eve, it's Christmas Eve day, so it's ten a.m. Kickoff against the Durs. That shit wraps up by one. All right, it's party time. Yeah, it's great. I just, I honestly, I love this for New Year's. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, it's it's a really good schedule. Um, a lot of primetime games, a lot of high profile games, like even like I would say two of their most high profile games are not in primetime. You can make a case for yeah. even three of them. Yeah, Bengals, like, Eagles, Bengals, Eagles and the Seattle home game. Oh, yeah. Like Seattle might be good. Seattle might be really good, but also, would you be, would you be floored if Geno Smith regressed a little? No, not at all. Okay, a quarterback there. Nothing is less surprising to me than any NFL quarterback regressing. Team regression. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's honestly, that's just like what this league has taught me as an observer is that regression happens more often than 
any of us realize when it comes to, uh, unless you're a mega star quarterback. Right. Patrick Mahomes. You can just say Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. Pat, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, even Aaron Rodgers regressed, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, Russell Wilson, Ben mm-hmm. Roethlisberger. Uh, how many of these dudes have just fallen off cliffs, right? Like it happens. That's, that's yeah. sort of my trepidation with just like this anointing of Brock Purdy. Like, are we yeah, sure no, it's no, going to no. be that good coming off elbow surgery? I don't want to turn this into a Brock Purdy conversation, but just like, just assuming no, once a pod we got to. <laughs> are we sure this didn't start, Trey? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Kyle Shanahan said somewhere that Trey Lance looks better than he ever has with the 49ers. I believe he said that at the uh, Dwight Clark the legacy foundation deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Shout out to Matt Mayoka. Here's the thing with, like, I get it. Right. Like maybe Trey Lance does look awesome. I'm not I'm not saying he doesn't. What I'm going to have a hard time with this offseason. Because I'll need to like go see for myself. But like, are they gassing up Trey Lance because they're sort of tired of this narrative that's out there that Trey isn't any good and they don't like him? Or are they gassing up Trey Lance because they're trying to inflate his trade value? Both. <laughs> I mean, there's no, I think look, there isn't I, I any. Think- downside to talking up your own players well and and kyle shanahan has never really done that with lance yeah and i i think that there's there's value in it for two reasons one pumping up the trade value just in case and two maybe they genuinely are like oh shit like trey looks really good and if you can gas him up and build his confidence and he's gonna play really well and all of a sudden you have an issue where you have two really good quarterbacks or two quarterbacks that you think are really good. Like we've well, talked about this a million times. Like the best thing that can happen to them this offseason is Trey develops and plays well. I can't believe you're just besmirching the most talented thrower the 49ers have ever had. I'm sorry. Brandon Allen is there too. You're right. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, schedule predictions. 
Hey, hey, we week. talked about how everything regresses and everything's hard to predict. Let's do some predictions. Perfect. Are we doing? Are, we're doing. I'm predictions. doing predictions. You don't have to. You don't have to. Can I'll I just do a prediction. Do... You can tell me whether you agree or disagree with the prediction. How about I do a record prediction af- at, after we go through each game instead of saying they're going to win this one, they're going to lose that one, et cetera? Um, okay. I'm going to go week by week. I'm just going to say win or loss just okay. off the top of the dome. Okay. Week one at Pittsburgh. W. Week two at Rams. They haven't lost to the Rams in the regular season. They they have an eight-game winning streak in the regular season against the Rams. They're due to lose a weird one to the Rams. But I don't think it's this one. I think the Rams might might be really bad, and I don't think they're going to have it figured out by week two. I'm going W. Keep in mind, the Niners sneaky aren't very good in like September on like no three, doubt three years in a row now they haven't been good in september no doubt so just keep that in mind yeah uh, but that was before they had brock Purdy or <laughs> trey lance tbd <laughs> uh thursday home opener week three against the giants of new york uh w if they i'm lose- gonna go I, god this is if they lose to Dan, I, if they lose to Dan Jones on their home field, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm calling it a W, and that's the Giants on a short week on the road. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, week four home versus Arizona and the, the Fighting Col- Colt McCoys. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I'm going Niners. I don't know. Remember that 2021 game? Colt McCoy came in. And oh yeah, no, I remember the hell out of it. It was great. Stomped him out. Um. Week five at home, prime time against the Cowboys. Niners Cowboys always like they haven't gotten a prime time game. I think in since what nineteen ninety nineteen ninety. Yeah, I believe Josh Dubow had that Michigan's own Josh Dubow. He went to Michigan. Uh, yes. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Interesting. I think so. Um, yeah, him and Tom which, Brady, which, <laughs> which speaks to the idea that like Fox typically lords over a lot of these matchups. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that that's pretty interesting. Um, now that they don't have Troy Aikman, they're like, screw it. <laughs> Week six at Cleveland, Kyle Shanahan's wait. Hang on, I didn't turn to his old I, stomping I think, grounds. I think the Cowboys get the Niners. Oh wow! Just calling it. Wow. Yeah. you just angered. I have to. Well, it's because I have him at four and zero, oh, and I don't want to get to five and zero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they'll be precise. Do you think they'll bounce back at Cleveland week six, October 15th? Mm. Oh, losing streak. Maybe. Wow. Uh, mm. Are we, are we calling for Brock Purdy to get benched at this point? Right. That's what I'm kind of trying to play out in my head. Like it has to be weird. <laughs> no, I'm going W against Cleveland. The funny thing is like about these predictions so much unpredictable stuff always happens. Dude, 1000%. Like the Browns, the Browns by this point, what is this week six? The Browns could either be five and one or one and five. Yeah. Yeah. Like Browns, it's all. T- yeah. Totally. I'm doing it's, no thoughts into this right now. Same with Minnesota, who the Niners play week seven. Minnesota's going to get football. Them. Do you know why I know Minnesota's wow. going to get them? Do you know why I know Minnesota's going to get them? Because Brock Purdy is not going to play well, and Kirk Cousins is, and it's going to be like, see, he's auditioning for Kyle. 
It's auditioning for Shanahan, free Con- agent. Contract year, Kirk. Oh God, I I already hate it. It's gonna. <laughs> I already hate it. It just feels inevitable. <laughs> Everything that's happened with the 49ers quarterback situation, whether it's Trey Lance not working out, Jimmy Garoppolo not really working out, Brock Purdy getting injured, it's like just Kirk Cousins 2024, not crazy. Anyway, uh do they do they write the ship week 8 October no, 29th first the Bengals. No they, no, they dropped that one to the Bengals. And You're losing four in a row? No, I don't. Yeah, I'm beating Cleveland. Uh, I have them. I have them with three. I have them beating Cleveland. Okay, so you have them losing three of four. Yes. Wow. Because here's why. Here's why. Because that Bengals game is right before the bye. And here's what it's going to be. The Niners really just needed the bye week. Bye week couldn't have come at a better time. They really, you know, like they're just not playing great. They need this bye week. They need to regroup. They're gassed. Bye week couldn't have come at a better time for the Niners. That's how oh, that's going to be. Oh, man. That's, that's rough. Okay. okay. Hey, hey, it's just wait till post bye. They're going to fix some shit. <laughs> okay. Um, at Jacksonville. W. November 12th. Uh, November 19th, home against. The Buccaneers of Tampa Bay. Huge W. And they win by like, a lot. Again. That might be a blowout. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Short week Thursday at Seattle. Maybe the blowout helps them. And like, you know, Nick Bosa only plays like 30 snaps against Tampa. You know, you don't, you're not like you're not playing him 80 snaps or whatever. So maybe that helps for this the Thursday night game. I'm going to go L there. Wow. Ye of little faith. Uh, Sunday at Philadelphia. Game of the year, December 3rd, week 13. I think Philly gets complacent and the Niners are going to want it really, really bad. And I think they get the win. You know, that's kind of that. That kind of is a primetime game, actually, because I mean, it's going to be dark in the stadium. It's a 425 start locally. So it'll be dark by like the second quarter. Oh yeah, it's gonna be one of those weird games. Yeah. So maybe maybe five and a half primetime games for now. Five point five PTG. <laughs> uh home versus Seattle, week fourteen. W. Back at Levi's. W. I've got him at nine and four right now. Okay. Um at Arizona. W. Home versus Baltimore, Monday night, Christmas Day. Are we sure Lamar Jackson's going to be playing? No. Are we sure anybody's going to be playing? I'm not even, I can't guarantee anyone's going to be alive by then, am I right? I mean, if we did this before, I I don't want to bring up 2020, but if we did this before 2020, like it'd be bad. I'm sure we did do it before 2020. We're like, no, 13 and 13 and three. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I've got him at eleven and four right now through okay, sixteen okay. weeks. You made you made up for that that rough stretch earlier on. Um, yeah. Sunday, ten a.m. New Year's Eve at Washington. That's a W. Gonna handle the Durs. Yeah. Um, eight week eighteen. It's either gonna be Saturday or Sunday, January sixth or seventh. Home versus the Rams. 
I believe the 49ers are going to lose this game. And here's why. They're going to be resting the, everybody? Yes. As like the they're two due, or three seed? Yeah, they're due to lose one of the Rams. Like they're just like that bill's going to come due. And <laughs> <laughs> they always do. They always <laughs> do. We've been saying that for four seasons now. <laughs> um, no, I don't. It just I, I division games are hard and winning 10 division games in a row is super hard. And maybe they just own the Rams and they're going to beat them and whatever. But um, I think they win that week two game and then week 18. I think the Niners have everything wrapped up because that'll put them even if they lose that game, that puts them at 12 and five. It's pretty good. I was going to say before we started going through week by week, my record prediction for the 49ers right now would be 12 and five. Yeah, they're over under 11 and a half. I think they're really good. They just have a lot of really good players. And like, even if Trey Lance is starting, I don't think that ultimately changes my record prediction all that much because I just think they're they're kind of quarterback proof. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they've deliberately built their roster that way. Yeah. The only way I see this record changing is if like Sam Darnold has to start a bunch of games, then you might be looking at like 15 and two. <laughs> I, I was hoping that's where you're going with that. Cause that, that's what I was going to say. If you're going to be like, yeah, I think they, Sam Darnold starts, they're going eight and 11. <laughs> they put 19 games. Or Sorry. Eight and nine. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, no, that, that's a, that was a good job. Thanks, man. Quality bit. Um, yeah, I got it. 12 and five feels right. And I mean, who the hell knows? Because so much weird stuff happens during a year and injuries and like quarterbacks stuff. If you're the saints last year, towards the end of the season, before the year, you're looking at that Eagles game going, damn, that's an L. And then Jalen Hurts doesn't play in it. And you go win that one. Like just so much. I don't know. Okay. Here's a impossible to go game by game, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I just nailed it. So you go at Minnesota versus Cincinnati by week. And yes. you'd mentioned you think the 49ers lose three out of four before the bye. Correct. Which doesn't seem crazy given what's happened with them in September's and October's and of recent well, seasons. Look, here's here's the way I view this. You finish your point. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I had a question. Are we talking about benching Brock Purdy? If that happens over the bye week, uh, probably not. It depends. I mean, it really it depends on how they look. If he throws one touchdown and nine interceptions in that four game stretch, then yes. Yeah, but I mean, if, if he's, he's the reason kinda, they're losing, yeah. But if he's doing the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, where it's like, okay, yeah, he had a bad interception there. He didn't really impact winning, but he wasn't like the reason they lost. But here's like the way the way I try and go about it when I look at these is. The 49ers are good enough that you can envision them winning every single one of these games. Yeah. Like there's not a game on their schedule where it's like, you know what? I don't think they got they they they're they're gonna be 10 point dogs in that game. No, I think they're unquestionably one of the best three or four or five teams in the NFL. Yeah, hundred percent. The only game I look at right now and I'm like, they're not gonna be favored in that game is the Eagles game. And depending on how good the Seahawks are, maybe the game in Seattle. But other than that, I think they're going to be favored in like every game. So, uh, barring health and and all that, yeah. So the way I look at it is like, yeah. 
every year there's one or two games that they lose where you're like, they had no business losing that game. Right. And then, you know, you account for a couple that are due to injury or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And week one's going to be a tough game. Yeah, maybe. I say it Strong every possibility. year. I, I say it every year. Like week one is super wonky. Mm-hmm. And I always go back to Jim Tom Sula and Chip Kelly's week one. And you could even throw in. I mean, you could throw in 2020 week one. You could Pittsburgh's throw in, like the week one of football teams. <laughs> you could throw in last year's week one against the Bears. Right. Mm, yeah. Like just wonky stuff happens in some of these games. That's that's going to be a tough game because Pittsburgh's like that's not an easy place to play. Mike Tomlin is one of the five best coaches in the league. It's right. It's pretty rare that you go into a game and it's like, oh, that team has a coaching advantage against the Niners. Ah, would I say they have a coaching <laughs> advantage? That's an interesting question. I'd have to think on that. But regardless, I don't like the Niners should beat Mike the Steelers. Tomlin's never had a losing season. Dog. I know that's wild. He's pretty damn good. <laughs> that is pretty wild. But like. That's a tough game. No doubt. And I do it's, think it's, it's a Pittsburgh. sneaky tough game. People are gonna people are gonna talk about it like, oh, the Steelers didn't make the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera. It's like Kenny Pickett. Still gonna be a tough game. That's the the reason I call it a Niners win is because I don't see Kenny Pickett beating the Niners. Sure. Well, like Justin Fields didn't play great and he beat the Niners last year. Justin Fields is way more talented than Kenny Pickett. Come on. Correct. Absolutely. Any other uh any other takes? I'm pumped on the schedule. Honestly. Me too. I was I was really afraid that there were gonna be like, hey, they're in Jacksonville and then at in Philly back to back weeks, and then they're at the commanders and at the Steelers in back to back weeks. And it was gonna be all these weird long like road trips. Yeah. But like I said, the way the road trips got divvied up, that there's that one stretch that I think that Seattle, Philly, Seattle stretch is going to kind of define the year. Assuming again, assuming health and stuff. But define the year in that if they play really well and go 2 and 1 or 3 and 0 on that stretch it's like, "Oh man, winning the NFC West and and looking at possibly the number 1 seed. If they go 1 and 2 or 0 and 3 in that stretch, it's like, "Oh, they're probably battling for a wild card spot." Yeah. I think this is going to be true of this schedule like it was last year's schedule. Like remember last year they played all the AFC West teams. Um, they just had a bunch of high-profile games. Mm-hmm. We are going to know whether or not this team is is good by the time the playoffs are here, right? Like, it's not going to be one of those schedules where, like, oh, we don't really know if they're good. They haven't really played anybody. Yeah, like, no, they got they got a real a real like high quality schedule here. I think they had how many of their? Let's see. Um. Giants made the playoffs last year. Cowboys made the playoffs last year. Vikings, Bengals, Jags, Bucks. Granted, the Bucks are going to look different. Okay, so six of their... I wrote this down yesterday. Six of their eight home games are against playoff teams from last year. Jeez. Four of their nine road games are against teams that made the playoffs last Man. year. First place schedule, am I right? Yeah, and that extra game, that, that 17th game is at Jacksonville. Mm. But no, I'm I like. Fa- I'm fascinated by the Jaguars this year. 
the fighting Trent Balkies, man. Can he, uh, you know, supplementing a good roster has always been his biggest issue. Right. Are they going to, are they going to be taking that next step? I don't know, but no, I'm, I'm intrigued, but I think what's uh, your 12, 12 and five. If I, if I'm going to go on the road to a game, what game should I go to? Have you ever been to any of these cities for a road game? I've never been to a 49ers road game, period. Okay. Well, so, just hypothetically. Okay. So, um, so I've been to Philly, but I was only there like 36 hours. I don't think and, Eagles fans are super hospitable. No, not, not from what I understand. <laughs> um, my, I've so, also not been to Seattle. So my default is typically Seattle, but that's Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's Thanksgiving. I mean, so I mean, in terms of road cities, Seattle's always way up there as a favorite of mine. Uh, Minnesota Minnesota is a sneaky good one because it's going to be in October and it's going to be cold, but it's a hell of a lot better in October than it is in January, February. But I feel like in October, the cold is like I can have a hoodie and a beanie on and I feel good about it. Yeah, and you like might have a jacket over your hoodie. Sure, but that's easy work. Yeah. Um I'm looking at road cities. So if you're trying to not go, if you're trying to not go <laughs> if you're trying to go on the road for a Niner game not during a holiday, you're looking at Pittsburgh. Actually, I think we my answer might be week 1 at Pittsburgh. That might be the best one. Because it's still baseball season. You could hit a Pirates game potentially. I haven't looked at their schedule, so don't don't take me on don't take my word for that on that one. I'm looking right now. But this uh, this is a game changer for me because I've I have not been to Pittsburgh yet, but I've heard it's like a great great city, particularly before it gets cold. So Pittsburgh is not home that weekend, but they are home the following Monday. <laughs> well that might be tough for most of us who have day jobs but yeah no that's like in terms of like there aren't a lot of like cool nfl stadiums i mean there are if, if you're like a stadium dork like sure there's some mm-hmm. cool ones but like stadiums that are worth traveling to like my mm-hmm. in my opinion i've been to i think i've been to like 20 20 or 22 nfl stadiums. i haven't been to all of them but like the ones that are worth traveling to, in my opinion, mm-hmm. are Green Bay, Seattle, and Pittsburgh would be there, but I haven't I haven't been, but I've heard from enough people whose opinion I've trust I trust that it's mm-hmm. a stadium worth checking out. I think Minnesota's my move. Minnesota, that that stadium's really cool. That's mostly for like my timing purposes and yeah. trying to actually like potentially plan this. Yeah. The one so, thing that and sucks it's, and it's a Monday. The one thing that sucks about that is Minnesota East Coast time or are they Central? Central. Central. So that's going to be a 7:15 local start. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But like you have to factor that in cuz like I had I there were the first time I covered an East Coast Monday night game. The mm-hmm. game started. It was a Giants game. I think it was 2014. Oh, I remember that. That game felt like it started so damn late. 
it started at 8:30 like it's it's crazy like that I, you don't really have didn't you, you don't have an understanding of of what it's like to be on the east coast for some of these late starts until you're like actually there experiencing it it's like 8:30 would be the time that like a monday night game is typically wrapping up right and on the west coast starting. and it's starting and it's like and you end Real. up being you end up being at the ballpark till or the stadium until like one in the morning. It's like this is trash. <laughs> didn't didn't the Giants have a tight end that like caught a touchdown with like twenty five seconds left in that game? What was his name? Oh man! No, the Niners won that one. Yeah, they lost the following year when Jim Tom Sula was coach. They had back to back years with prime. Time oh, this was the oh the. No, and Navarro the, Bowman did not have a great game, is what I remember. The 2014 game was the one where uh, Chris Borland yes. had like three interceptions. Right, right, right. That was that one. The following year, I think, was a Monday night. Yeah, they're both primetime games, though. Um, Minnesota. So I'm a big fan of any stadium. The 2014 that's... game was not a primetime game, just for just for the sake of. It? Oh my God! Chris Borland, two interceptions. Eric Reed, Chris Culliver, and Michael Wilhoit also had picks. Huh? Damn. Just some throwbacks. Yeah, I was definitely at that game. I thought it was prime time, but I know the the following one, the the one the next year was. Um, but I'm a big fan, just in terms of going to road cities where any stadium is walkable from a downtown. Larry Donnell was the guy's name, and he caught a touchdown with 21 seconds left to win it. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I need to get that out. Um, because NFL stadiums, like just about all of them are logistical nightmares if you have to drive or like get an Uber. So any stadium you can walk to from downtown mm-hmm. from where you're staying, I'm a big fan of, and I try to do that when I'm on the road. Sure. Um, so Minnesota is the stadium is right downtown. I love that. And it's right. a sick stadium. If I can get to many, I'm going to many. I'm also wearing a Timberwolves hat. Yeah. And shout out to our guy, Greg. Craig. Not Greg. Craig. Oh. Dude, I get Minnesota and Wisconsin confused all the time. And that's where I thought Craig was. Should, should we edit this out? <laughs> probably. Um. That's probably a huge. <laughs> I don't mean it. I'm just dumb. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. that's it's not a I've never been to either place. I've heard they're both delightful. Yeah, Craig, but. Craig, Craig's the man. Shots Craig. Um, but anyway, uh, Minnesota would be a good one at Seattle is always a good one, although it is Thanksgiving. Definitely not at Washington. I think FedEx Field is the worst stadium in the league. So here's my deal with with the Washington one. I love D.C. D.C. is amazing. The stadium is far from D.C. <laughs> It's out in the middle oh, of nowhere, it? and oh, it's that. a dump. Uh, okay. But at least at least your hard-earned Fresh money up. won't be going into Dan Snyder's pockets anymore. That's a good point. Anyways, I have nothing else to say about the schedule. If you're... I think this schedule release, the schedule release is my favorite and least favorite part of the season. Because, like, or the off-season. Because, like, the schedule's out. Here's the games. I love talking about it. But then, like... We get done with it tonight, and it's like, all right, four more months. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Ugh. one, I I do have a sneaky, a sneaky good road game at Jacksonville in November. 
the weather's probably going to be delightful. And if you happen to play the lovely game of golf, might be the best road city in the NFL. Okay. Like, you know, if it's if it's I'm raining, not making my first NFL road trip to fucking Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm not saying you should. I'm just throwing it out there. If it, if we happen to get a cold and rainy November in Northern California and we're down in the dumps a little bit and we want to maybe get away, catch some football and like get some really nice weather and play some amazing golf courses. Jacksonville might be the move. That's all. Get get down to Hacksonville. <laughs> you know, TPC Sawgrass. If you if you got $750 laying around for a round of golf and you feel like losing a dozen balls. Brother, I'm counting my pennies for your birthday round. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if there's a scholarship that we can uh, we can come up with for that. Um, I'm just saying, and you can make the same the same argument for Arizona in December too. If I'm going anywhere, I'm going to Minnesota. Sure. I like it. Great. I like it. This is a Monday night, so we'll have to see where I'm at work wise. But yeah, barring that. Anything right. else? I have nothing else to say. Okay. Let's get out of here. Subscribe, rate, review, do all that jazz. We'll have something for you next week. <laughs>